listening to Salam Doll, the podcast where Muslim women don't fit the stereotypes, we break them. I'm your host, Zara Pedersen. You can find this episode and the full archive of all the episodes on zarapedersen.com. Welcome to the show. Salam Doll, it's your girl Zara here with a new episode for all of you. Before we begin and before I introduce today's guest, I just want to say a great big thank you to each and every one of you again for listening and sharing the podcast and those of you who are sharing it with your friends and recommending it and also those of you who are recommending new guests to the show. Thank you also very, 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 very much. It is all very much appreciated. I can't begin to tell you how much I appreciate each and every single one of you. And I know that it means a lot to my guests as well that you are supporting this show. So thank you very much for all of your work. Please continue to do so. Please continue to share. Please continue to recommend new people for me onto the podcast. I've already got so many pre-recorded episodes ready for you guys for the next couple of months. You know, it's absolutely amazing. I'm completely blown away and feeling actually quite sort of overwhelmed with the support that I've received in terms of this podcast. So thank you all of you so very, very, very much for your help. I truly, truly appreciate it. That being said, we're going to continue to today's episode. I have got a very special guest on here for you today. I have Faiza Malik. Faiza is a certified life coach and the founder of Florezon Coaching and Therapy Limited. She's also a writer with Inspirited Minds, which is a UK-based mental health charity. And Pfizer's currently in her final year of training in counseling and psychotherapy, and she hopes to have her own practice offering a holistic approach to well-being and mental health with the ability to incorporate an Islamic approach to those who need it. I can't wait for you guys to meet Pfizer. So without further ado, here she is. Faiza, assalamu alaikum. How are you? Wa alaikum salam. Alhamdulillah, I'm good. How are you, Zara? I'm very well. I mean, other than the fact that, you know, it's Sunday and we've had some technical issues already. It's <laughs> <this> recording. <laughs> because I repel technology. <laughs> I know. You know what? I just never get used to it fully. Like, we've had a whole year of having to live online and I'm still struggling. I, I don't know if that's a sign that I'm just not really made for it or if everybody's going through it. I think I think we all are, especially with the homeschooling and, and whatnot. It's, yeah, I think everyone's probably having the same sort of issues around technology. Oh, God, I hope so. Yeah. God, I <laughs> hope so. This is me. all for the listeners. You know, this is the second time that we're actually recording yeah. because we also had trouble <laughs> earlier in the week when we tried to record this session. And you know what? It is what it is. So yeah. <laughs> We're doing our best, right? That's it's 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 always yeah. nice to sit and chat to you anyway. So right. So that's the thing. It was like at least at least we're in good company, yeah, right? Definitely. So okay, sorry um about that. <laughs> just, just it is what it is. Um, but Pfizer, I know you've done it before earlier in the week, but could you please um one more time for the <laughs> listeners, could you um introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. Um so I am a life coach. Um, my practice is called Florazon Coaching. Um, I am a trainee counsellor. So at the moment I'm studying counselling and psychotherapy. Um, and I'm a writer with Inspirited Minds, um, which is a UK-based charity. Um, they are predominantly aimed at the Muslim community, but like anyone can access their help. 
Um, so I write for their blog. Um, and, and yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's a few things I do. I'm a mother first and foremost. Um, so, you know, we have all these kind of roles and, and labels, don't we? And, and kind of, they kind of, that's how we kind of define, you know, what we, you know, what we do, but it's, it's not necessarily who we are, but, you know, for the sake of, <laughs> of uh, your listeners knowing a bit about me. Yeah. Those are a few of the things that I do. Yeah. I'd love to hear more about your coaching. I think that's really interesting. Um, could you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. So um, I, I actually predominantly work with um, women. So and a, a lot of the uh, clients that I have are, I guess, mums um, like myself, um, you know, uh, coaching. Normally you, you tend to go in for a niche and I, I didn't actually do this on purpose, but I think because of my own experiences, obviously being a mum, you know, mums are who I can relate to the most. Um, and, you know, a lot of the, the things that my clients come to me about are things that I've experienced myself. So it, it's kind of the thing about when we look at coaching and we think about, um, you know, the kind of holes that you've been in and you've pulled yourself out of. And then once you learn how to do that, you teach others how to do it. You know, so it's um, it, it, it works. You know, I very much closely work with, uh, you know, those who I relate to. But, you know, I, I do have clients who, you know, are, like it's very much do and then teach yeah yeah exactly I mean there's there's this great quote and it's on my desk um unfortunately I'm not sitting at my desk right now I'm working in a, in a different office but it's the quote is so I can't tell you who the the, the person that the quote came from it but it's basically um when you when you learn how to heal your wounds um then teach others um and that, like that. yeah it, it very much that that that's something that it came up quite a lot when I started to move into counselling and coaching and and you know how certain things will like you know I mean I kind of believe in in signs and symbols and this quote you know it just came at me from everywhere and I was like ah okay you know like this is this this whole purpose of you know learning through your pain you know there's always a lesson there um and I mean my own experiences of um motherhood I mean that you know there's been a lot of challenges there um, right from the go so these are things that I, I took into therapy and you know a lot of my growth has come out of that so it, it, I, I suppose it's natural then you know that um, I'm able to, to help others along with those things yeah yeah that's really inspiring and I love that you said like the quote came to you from everywhere <laughs> because like I would see that as a total sign I've never heard that quote before but clearly you were the one who were meant to hear yeah. it right so that's why you know God was giving you and serving you and being like take note take yeah. note take note and Alhamdulillah you did right um I really want to know because I'm really really curious about this subject about motherhood and you know coaching mums I think there's so many responsibilities for mums and there's so many expectations there's so many um I don't want to call it rules but then at the same time it's also being presented as rules for mums there's there's a whole di like it's a whole culture now of being a mum yeah and um I, I guess it's just it's not it's, it's expected for us to be good at it but it's actually a really difficult thing to do <laughs> Right. Yeah, um, I'm just really curious on that whole culture because I'm not a, like a mum by like like I haven't given birth, but I married into being a, a yeah. mum. So you know, I'm this whole thing is new to me. Enlighten me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I feel like you've just asked me like uh, tell me like about motherhood, and obviously, like you just said, it's like everyone has you know their own experiences. You've got obviously, um, you know, people coming in at it from 
from culture, from, you know, religion, from, uh, yeah, like you said, these unspoken rules, you know, in, in different countries, we're doing it differently. Um, and then we're bringing into it our own, our own, mum, you know, uh, shoulds and shouldn'ts and stuff. So there's, you know, it, it's, it's such a unique thing, you know, it's, it's the way I, you know, raise my daughters is you know it, it's going to be unique it's you know I bring stuff to it that you know other people don't you know there's the, a way I perceive it that other people won't you know so it, there is so much uniqueness around it and yet yeah exactly as you said we're expected to do things in certain ways and we're judged and I think this is where it can get really difficult for mums because I feel like when I kind of you know I mean I've been a working mum um as in like you know literally like having to leave you know my daughter like well, alhamdulillah I had my mum to leave her with um and commuting and you know spending the whole day out and then coming back and then you know it was a kind of it's a thing that I did after work you know even though it, it it's not as black and white as that but it almost felt like that and I've been and now I'm at home with my girls and you know it, I can kind of work around them and I you know and it's it, it I felt like I was made to feel bad for both <laughs> for both things you know for for leaving them and going to work and also for being at home and not <laughs> leaving them you know so there's there's a lot of shame out there you know we make women feel quite ashamed and feel bad you know we we make them feel bad for you know for wanting to to do something other than and then be a mother you know and I'm not saying that you know when you're a mum it's not like something that you know is always at your heart like they say that um another quote I collect quotes by the way so sorry if I <laughs> I keep throwing quotes at you but um you know having a child is like having your heart walk outside of your body and I think that you know that's mm. something that you know mums can really relate to because you know it's that kind of there's there's a certain fear around it there's a certain you know you're always kind of thinking about them but that doesn't mean that, you know, you you have to lose yourself and that you can't, you know, have your identity carved in there as well. And I think this is a thing where the lines get blurred a lot, especially for, like I said, clients. And, and it happened with me, you know, it was when I became a mum, okay, all this other stuff came into it that, you know, other people had said or I'd seen or I believed that, you know, being a good mum means just putting them first. And um, I remember, uh, for instance, as an example, my mum, uh, when my eldest was born and she was like oh why don't you why don't you take a break and, and go on a little holiday and I'll, I'll you know I'll look after her and I was like oh my gosh no that's really bad like I couldn't do that like surely that's something that good mums don't do you know and now I'm just like you know I'd love someone to be like here you know take them and I'll go because but I don't perceive it as being something that's you know I I, I think that that's healthy actually you know for them to spend time with someone else that who loves them and for me to spend time you know sleeping and eating and just you know like not having to worry right so it's um it's definitely something that um I think you navigate you know when you become a mum however you become a mum you know it's it's learning how to navigate that we're not necessarily taught that and sometimes we are taught but we're not always taught by um, people who've had the healthiest of patterns you know they sometimes people have just you know adopted what they have from their mums and they've passed that down and sometimes you know what I think with with me I've managed to break the cycle a bit and that's what I try to do with my clients as well you know just break that yeah. cycle um, so 
Yeah, no, but it's, it's, it's amazing. I mean, I, I, there's so much to touch on in this yeah. subject, and which is also, again, it, it, why it's so important that we talk about these things because, you know, it, again, you've touched on so much. Okay, let's try and go back to the beginning here. And then, um, it's, it's the whole, like, there's so many expectations yeah. again. You know, everybody comes at it from different angles, cultures, traditions, um, you know, governmental sort of like this was you can do as a mum, yeah. this was you, you can't do, you know, how to work around uh, being a mum, can you work, how long can you take uh, maternity leave yeah. or blah, 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 you know, even from the government, there's all these rules and regulations about how to be a mum. And I think that in and of itself is so... Um, it can be dangerous at times because some women might feel like they're falling short to meeting all of these expectations because they're trying to do something that might not feel necessarily true to them. You know, I've known so many women here in Denmark who want to be stay-at-home mums, for instance, but the government here in Denmark is like, no, you got to go back to work kind of thing. You can't just stay yeah. at home unless of course, you're like super rich, right? But like, it's like the, the fewest of us can sort of afford it. Um, so they'll try and get you back to work as soon as possible. And that's like, well, what about the ones who don't yeah. want to you know go back to work maybe the what they want to like stay home with their kids and then there's the other ones who are like I want to give the maternity leave leave to the dad um but then there's a lot of frowning around that no you need to be around the kid you can't let the dad you know he, the baby needs to breastfeed da, da, da. you know there's all everyone has an opinion <laughs> it's just like you, you can't do anything right <laughs> yeah absolutely and I think it's important for us to say now that um you know, we're both we're, we're both coming at this conversation with the best intentions, um, but it is a subject that a lot of people can get offended by. So I think it's important for us to say, like right now, that you know we're, you know, if if anyone has strong feelings about it, that you know, obviously, sometimes it is something that is actually quite good to explore. I think like when you have strong feelings about something, there's normally something going on, you know, inside, and this is something to actually um explore with you know whether it's with a coach or a counselor and 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 normally there's some sort of healing to be done and stuff um but like you said yeah because you are really I mean that's the thing if if you're sitting out here and you're listening you know these are our personal opinions and stuff and I and and I think it is a good thing to say that just because I do know that conversations about motherhood can get really really heated and as you say because people have really strong opinions about this and neither is wrong or right it's not like you're right you're wrong this it is what it is but it's the I think that really adds to the conversation because everybody really has such strong opinions and and motherhood being such um, a a natural expected thing because you can have kids, you should have kids and then you should know how to do it. And and it's kind of like, but it's that's not necessarily the whole story. Yeah, (laughs) and actually, like, yeah, because you you, you raise a really good point in the sense that, okay, yeah, I I also, you know, I I don't just work with mums. I I, I work with a lot of, you know, um, young women who haven't you know they haven't sort of come onto that journey yet um and actually I I love that I love that when I have um people come to me before they kind of you know take on these these things you know whether it's getting married or whether it's having kids or because taking the time to get to know yourself and to learn to trust yourself is so important and I think most of the time we don't even know that we have these issues until you know, it can happen when you get married as well. And, you know, your spouse will bring out stuff in you and you'll be like, oh, my gosh, like, I didn't even know I had this thing. And same with your kids, you know, like you have kids and, you know, like, you know, there are all of these, you know, obviously it's um, amazing. You know, it's an amazing experience and everything. But 
then they will start to trigger stuff in you as well that again you didn't know you had so and it's really hard you know to try and do that kind of healing process while you, you know like you've just had a baby and you're dealing with like you said breastfeeding and getting your body back to normal you know all of these things that can happen um you know you don't have the time most people you know they're not going to accept you bringing your baby into a counseling session you know I mean I try to be as flexible as I can with the coaching but you know it is often at these times that people need you know the most support or women you know need the most support and it's very hard to do it at that time so when you know women come mm. to me and they've not yet embarked on these things I I, I really think it's uh you know it's it's such a good thing to build that foundation from that point and do the healing and and process things and look at their limiting beliefs and so that they can really you know when they decide to do these things they can trust themselves more and they can go into it in a much healthier way um like you said mm. though not everyone has that you know and again like I said we you know I, I mean I, I didn't know what kind of things my kids would trigger until I obviously got there so it's not something that I could have pre you know thought about but yeah it's the it's the um for me it's the whole that like the two elements a the the knowing yourself before you have the kids and then understanding yourself so that you don't end up in a situation where the kids are yeah. triggering negative things potentially and you're kind of passing it on to your kids and and two when you have the kids as well then ne needing to look into okay but how do you want to be a mom mm. you know how do you want to yeah. raise kids and so there's like the two big things and I think I mean, now, again, we've spoken already once before this week and we were speaking about like some of the support systems that are out there for yeah. women. I think uh, I think some things are lacking because, again, it's so expected of women just to be able to go in naturally to being a mum. And that may be a natural thing and going into like having the babies and having this nurturing um, persona yeah. and wanting to care for a child is one thing. But knowing how to, you know, that's a, that's a different story. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I'm... I'm quite a big believer in that if you have done the work and you've healed yourself and and there's for me it's, it's a, very, a very kind of holistic approach so it's also you know doing the healing um taking care of your body you know eating right sleeping right when you're kind of and and from um a face you know base point as well you know when when all these things are kind of in line then I think that our, our natural tendencies and you know to, to, to mother and to nurture and that you know that they're they're going to be more present it's like when you you know someone's quite depressed you know um if you're depressed and you know your your instincts you know will be blocked a bit you know so if you weren't depressed you know and you were you know supported and well looked after and that then you know your ability to nurture you know these things do naturally come but I think it is like you said the, the world that we're living in you know it's highly stressful especially for women because you are expected to do both you know and it's not easy at all so in that sense um, even if you you do do the work beforehand it's still going to be stressful we don't parent in a bubble you know there's there's, there's stuff happening no. to me like my my dad passed away last year in June you know obviously like that you know I was grieving and and I was looking after my two girls and you know it, it would have affected them because I wouldn't have been able to give them my full you know attention in the way that I would have been you know had I not been grieving um that doesn't mean that you know it's a bad thing like obviously like you know these are their experiences as well and and you know they'll they will learn things like empathy and how you you know how you kind of can um 
so they were kind of like very um caring with me and you know like are you okay and stuff like that and these are the things that they learn but for example yeah you know if if someone's getting a divorce if someone's lost their job you know it, these things are, are going to affect you even if you dealt with stuff so it's almost about kind of ongoing you know making sure that we're taking care of ourselves making sure we have support making sure we're we're looking after ourselves and and then I think I feel like things then have a way of 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 sort of working out you know and yeah and I think the thing is every situation is also so um um unique so individual each person has something that they're bringing with them from childhood or something that's going to have an effect for them and the way that they raise children and the way that they react to certain things and that's why I think like the 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 um the society recognizing this and kind of backing off from time to time from mothers and being like okay you know what you have your experiences you have your path and that has an effect on how you mother today that doesn't make you a worse mum. it doesn't mean that you're doing it wrong um but it can't really I mean motherhood is not a one-size-fits-all you know it is different and so how much can we from the outside looking in really allow to judge mothers whether they want to stay home whether they want to breastfeed or use formula whether they want to have a live-in nanny or do it all themselves you know it's it's insane I mean I'm going to be a little bit controversial here and say that um even when you take everyone out of the, the equation a lot of the time, I think, because of this, um, sometimes this shame and this guilt that we're made to feel, um, it's within the the sphere of mums themselves, you know, and and feeling like, okay, I'm I'm working mum, they're looking down on me or whatever, you know, if someone makes a comment and and I'm at home and she's working and someone's like that and she's looking down on me. Do you see what I mean? There's yeah the judgments coming yeah. from within and I, and, I, and, I, and I you know and I don't I don't believe anyone's got a bad intention normally it's to do with the fact that we as 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 women as mums don't value enough you know what it means to be a mum um you know however you're doing it however much support you've got you know whether it's a lot whether it's little you know just about valuing like how important it is and I think that yes from the outside not you know often there's not a lot of value given to it again it depends on the society living you know um the maybe company you work in the 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 people you you know you're surrounded by and I think that you know like you said it's it's very unique so it's always hard to kind of you know say but I think that yeah kind of some of the the work that I do for example is just about you know building that and making women understand their their value you know the value that they're bringing that because it's not a you know it sounds awful but because it's not a paid thing it's not a, a, a job you know it's it, it's a role mm-hmm. right it's kind of like <laughs> yeah you know pay me but it's you know you're you're the you know the value that you're you're bringing you know into the world into another person's like obviously like that's you know it's priceless but because we do it and because we're kind of expected to do it without any recognition right then it almost I feel like we we do undervalue ourselves you know and that's why you know I'll come across a lot of people who are like okay I need to have um a career I need to have a, a job title I need to have a state do you know what I mean because uh, this isn't, you know, this doesn't make me feel enough. 
as I am as a mum you know even if they're like you know incredible mums you know like doing everything like you know I I I have seen you know women like doing yeah I mean amazing amazing kind of you know mums and I, I'll sit there and be like well I don't do half of the things that you do you know I'm I'm, I'm in awe you know um and still they you know I can see that you know that they don't value themselves and they're kind of like I need this to make me feel that I am something you know mm-hmm. and I'm like okay strip even the motherhood aside you know you are something anyway you know and then that's you know it often comes down to you know people and you know this is not just women and mums this is um you know a lot of us not feeling good enough and and you know we strive to have other things I really like that point though and I think it's really important also just to kind of delve into that one with you know like as 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 women especially as mothers there's there's a devaluing of that you know we, we again it's the whole well I I chose to have a kid so of course you shouldn't like that feeling of like but it's nothing special. Of course I should do these things. And it's like, well, yeah, but a lot of people don't know how, or they're not very good at it or, and no offense to anyone, but some people just aren't good at it. And, you know, some, I wouldn't be particularly good at it, for instance. Um, you know, some of us need more support than others. And some women are just pretty damn amazing. And the thing is your, you know, um, which we're going to talk on a little bit later after this, but you know, the whole, you know, you're doing so many things as a mom, you're everything to the kids, you know, you're the provider, you're their caretaker, you're their teacher, you're their psychologist, you're their, you everything they're cook they're mm. cleaner they're I god knows what else right you're you're mm. everything to the kids and everything has a value because you're keeping yeah. the kids alive right <laughs> so, I mean that's not, a, that's not a small task yeah so the value bit I think is very important because I think we're as a as society we're really de- we're very quick mm. to devalue the 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 amount of work it takes to be a mum I absolutely I you know I I agree with that and I think that yeah like you said like when you when you say okay oh you can have this maternity leave or that it almost kind of belittles that you know contribution it's kind of like oh well yeah you know you can build the foundations or for a child like within six weeks or whatever it is you know and, and and come on you you know you've just been through this massive process like if it you know if if you given birth or whatever then you know your your body's completely changed you know you're like we have many people who suffer postnatal depression I had that with my my eldest uh, midwives didn't even know you know it was a very kind of difficult thing it's not something that I knew until I did the reading you know I'd had a traumatic um, labor with her for example as well again I didn't know until I'd done the reading because you know you'll chat to other people and they'll be like oh yeah I didn't you know and everyone has their own perception of of how it was and then I remember speaking to people, you know, and them just being like, oh, yeah, it was great. And, uh, you know, this and that. And and I felt kind of like a bit cheated by that. Do you know what I mean? But it was the thing I was always given. And this mm. is by, you know, even the midwives was just, like, oh, but it was worth it. Right. And that's not the point. <laughs> you know, it was just kind of so you even feel yeah, bad yeah. because this is the thing as well. Being a mum, you kind of um, I mean, now, I, you know, I can say it because, like I said, I've done the work. But at the time, I would feel bad saying like oh but you know I feel like this and I feel like that because because there's you know people saying like oh well you know like some people can't have kids like you know appreciate it it, it it's almost like oh my god yeah we're having True. two different conversations you know um yeah so yeah exactly it, it is really really hard you know and and anything you say is hard. 
you know and I I'm I'm super um I I found myself actually doing that once and I felt so bad as well because you know it's this it's, so it's a little now we're diverting a little bit but it, we're gonna we'll get back to the point but it's it's because I think it's actually really important yeah. to make a point of that you know when a mum complains about something the first thing she's getting thrown in her face is well how dare you complain because at least you've got a child right and it's the same when women complain about oh I want to lose the the weight again from pregnancy oh but your body is magical it did the baby and blah blah I've I've done this myself before to other women and I'm so sorry I literally this is my public apology to all women that I've done it to because I missed the point and I am so sorry I apologize I have learned and I will never do it again and I hope everyone that I've done it to can forgive me because of course you have a right to complain because if I all of a sudden over the course of nine months with or without a baby gained weight I would also maybe want to do something about it and I wouldn't want people to be like but think about all the great food that you ate no (laughs) that's not the point so it's it's you know sorry I just had to get that one out there because that's actually a really really good point because every time a woman says it's actually really hard to be at work Mm -hmm. and then come home and have enough time to be with my kids and then people are like well at least you have the kids well at least you have a job or well at least your kids are healthy and they'll thank you when they're older and it's like that's not the point you're you're absolutely right you know I've done it as well I've judged I mean this is like when I've um when I've been working and um I have um you know thought about uh, mums who've been at home so this is like, like a long time ago and um you know I thought oh well it you know it, it must be a bit easier you know because I'm like oh I'm traveling like four hours a day and I'm doing like you know work and then I'm coming home and I barely get to like you know I just have to like feed her and then put her to bed and you know it, it's it's really hard but obviously, like I said, I, you know, I've, I've, I've done both sides now and I know that it, it, it's equally hard and everyone's experience is completely different. Um, but, yeah, I think what we were, you know, in terms of what what we were saying about how how people come at it, this is the thing. It's often when we're talking about, um, you know, say, like you were saying about like wanting to lose weight or um saying that you know it's it, I'm finding it a bit hard you know yeah that you know that 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 doesn't mean that I'm I don't appreciate the blessing you know of the experience but you know what I need at that point is someone to validate me and say oh, okay you know but you know you're doing great and you know if there's something you need I'm here to listen you know and I'll, I'm just here to hear you you know I see you and I hear you that's that's kind of it really um you know and I think that out of good intention um, this applies to everything, not just motherhood. Um, you know, we want to fix things for people, you know, and and, and we want to kind of make it better. And and we we sometimes do that. Um, and it's not, it, you know, it's not helpful. And I think, again, this is why I always bring people to back to coaching and counselling, because I'm like, these are kind of safe spaces that you can talk about things and, and be heard, you know, and not be judged um and it you know you can kind of work through the process of whatever it is whereas you know our family and our friends you know Mm. they just want to make it better for us and sometimes in kind of stepping in to say why don't you do this why don't you do that one it it doesn't help you know and um we you know it sort of disempowers us a bit you know so really you know it's it's so important to be able to get that support um and you know become empowered and become confident in ourselves that you know sometimes we're just 
we're just looking for ourselves again after you know after having an experience where you you know like obviously with motherhood you know you're always going to be thinking about your child and you know they're always going to be in your mind but it's about reclaiming yourself you know whenever it was that you lost yourself because it's not necessarily when you become a mother or when you become married or whatever you could have lost yourself you know years before that but just not realized until these things came up to kind of trigger you and and I really want to go more into that because that's a really good idea. We were talking about that also last time and I found it very, very interesting um, to kind of go through as well again this time, the whole identity for women when they become mums as well. I think it's such a big one. Um, We spoke about it last time a little bit and I'd love to see if we can kind of get into that same conversation a little bit now because it was, oh my God, Faisal, you dropped gold. Like (laughs) you dropped gold. And like the things you were saying, no, I mean, don't laugh because it's so important. You know, it is, what you were saying is what most, like what mothers need to hear, you know? So, um, you know, we'll just start a little bit slowly so the thing about motherhood is that is that as you said as well like at the beginning of the talk you know I'm a mother first and that's alhamdulillah I'm really happy to hear it but what tends to happen for a lot of mothers when they become mothers is that I'm a mother and only a mother you know like that they can't be a mother and you know can we talk a little bit about that and like kind of losing a little bit of that identity and who they are other than being a mum absolutely um I mean, again, I think it comes from, you know, what society expects from us or this kind of perfectionism thing that, you know, again, you know, this can pre-exist in people before they become mums. And that's just the thing that brings it out, you know. Um, So it's about wanting to kind of do things perfectly. And I think that when there's, uh, there's, like you said, there's there's a big culture around, you know, being a mum and being a what is it a yummy mummy and and like just all these things exactly uh you know mumpreneurs all these kind of you know you know and there's there's positive stuff in there you know it's kind of like you know you're allowed to care about the way you look uh you're allowed to start a business you know it, it, it's empowering but I think that sometimes we can become overwhelmed by it and it, it becomes kind of competitive you know and and not consciously I think it's sometimes it's very much unconscious um but I think that at the heart of it at the root of it is um you know the limiting beliefs that we have about ourselves you know some I remember like with my eldest I I I did yeah I wanted to do things a bit more perfectly and I thought like that I had to do everything myself so even like changing her like someone wanted to help and I'd be like no no I can do it you know but that wasn't the point you know I didn't have to do it just to prove that I could do it but that's you know that was my kind of thinking at the time um you know whereas now I'd say that I I do things to a very completely lower standard <laughs> than I used to but I'm I'm totally happy with that you know because I I, I know that that's not where my my value of my self-worth is you know that it it's it, it starts with me mm. and who I am and my identity and you know being good enough and then whatever else I do on top of that is you know it, as long as I'm doing my best and I'm you know coming at it from a good intention and I think that, that that's all that matters so I think again it it, it often mm. you know motherhood triggers all of these things that we we probably had before um and sometimes working on those you know beliefs um which is what you know we do with the coaching that can help you know just take the pressure off a bit and and 
not be affected by what others are doing it's kind of about understanding this is our journey you know and it's personal and it's unique doodle stop you're being so noisy right now <laughs> so sorry to everyone it's literally because i'm recording and the dog's here and then he started licking himself and then he shook himself and started rubbing see, himself everywhere i'm so no, sorry you're, everyone you're, 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 <laughs> i'm mummy i'm being mummy to the dog while we're trying to record a podcast it is. it is what it is you know you got to go with the flow this is real life no guys. but you know this what it's, that, that's kind of what it is i'm saying to clients at the moment you know because you know since 2020 we're doing things online you know the kids aren't at school you know um we're homeschooling so you know and we have this idea of okay you know to be professional you know i have to you know not have them come in and interrupt me and not have any background noise and not say oh i'm really sorry you know i i haven't been to the bathroom all day i need to go right now before we do this before we do this meeting but <laughs> yeah i think you know it it more than ever it's about us defining you know how it's going to work first you know how we're going to do things you know, being a mother. Yeah. Well, I think that's the thing that's so important as well, because that's the thing, you know, in the in the being yourself and authentic and being true to yourself when even when you're a mum, you know, you as you said, you said from your own experience, you know, when when you had your first yeah. one, you wanted to do everything yourself to prove, you know, I am the mummy. And it's like, but but you going to work and letting somebody else change the diaper doesn't make you less the mum. You know, it just means that you're the mum and a publicist, um, was publicist uh, I worked right? in publishing sorry. in publishing sorry not a publicist yeah, well yeah. that thing but like you can be a mum and and doing a little bit less doesn't make you less of a mum doing everything yourself doesn't make you less of somebody who's also going to work you know it's the whole let's stop trying to define it from that yeah. point you know and just be like well you can be a mum and be everything else that you want to be as well at the same time one being a mum doesn't eradicate everything else from your life it doesn't remove it it doesn't mean that everything else is not as important because it is yeah. because you're important the mum is important absolutely I think like I said like sometimes we you know we do we, we place our identity in what we do as opposed to who we are you know so if I'm um you know if I'm working and I you know I, I do really well at that then you know I, I we you know place our identity there because you know it makes us feel good and it makes us feel like you know a valuable if i'm a mum and you know uh obviously yeah if i feel like i'm failing in some way because you know kids don't do what they you want them to do you know you can make these amazing meals and they'll just be like that or that you know it's kind of it's <laughs> it's something that you know it, it it's you're working with someone who's completely unpredictable you know it's it's not the same as you know when you're out in the professional mm world it's different um so you know you can very often feel i think we can beat ourselves up a lot because we're just like oh it's not going the way it should you know um but like i said it, it's kind of coming at it from a place of you know i know that i'm doing the best that i can and i'm not going to compare myself to anyone else because you know it's it, everyone's got their own you know journeys um i think what i was thinking about was that we kind of um yeah so we if we place our identity in being a mum and just a mum right so okay um again i want i want to stress that you know we're we're, we're not out to, to offend anyone and you know like if that's where you place your identity that that's that's fine you know like it, it's not an issue but i think for me it is 
that yeah when I became a mum I was like okay I'm a mum first and foremost so anything I wanted to do for myself I felt selfish doing that I felt guilty you know um and I wouldn't have felt like that prior to becoming a mum I would have just done these things naturally like you know whatever it is but I, I I felt like no it was wrong to put myself before her um and in a way that was kind of for me it was it's self-neglect you know I'm, I'm neglecting myself to look after her but why do I have to do that can I not look after myself and look after her and actually isn't that bit more beneficial for me um you know and it is you know if I'm doing stuff and I'm constantly like feeding her and not feeding myself then I'm going to feel a bit resentful every now and then you know because I'm going to be like oh this you know I'm just okay I have to do this I have to well yeah I'm hungry it's very self-sacrificing <laughs> and this is a, a lot yeah. of us have grown up with this you know I, I speak to a lot of people and we've, we've kind of grown up with this um and for me I think you know and I would get a lot of comments um because the way I kind of with my daughters I'm very much kind of like mental health you know as long as they're happy you know whatever you know as long as they're they're clean they're happy you know we've taken care of this stuff you know I'm I'm not like um I don't get overly stressed out about you know their their kind of academics and and booking them in you know to like a million clubs and things like that and you know I do things in a very a way that suits me you know I have a routine with them um I've always had a routine because I had some back problems and and that was good for me you know if I put them in a routine then I would have time to relax and I still keep that they know in the evenings they're like that's mummy time and I've said that to them and they know and I've kind of explained it in a way that, I well I explain well it in done. a way that you know if I don't get that time for me that's for me to rest and have quiet time and you know have no you know I don't I'm not doing anything for anyone at that time then I you know if I don't get that time then I, it's more difficult for me to 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 do whatever I need to do with you yeah. I love that you have that honesty with your children I love that and I love that you recognize that and, and yeah. can you all please all listeners who are mum take a page, page out of well, Pfizer's book and it, do it, the same modeling like, zero to seven is the imprinting period right so kids are kind of you know that their, their brains are being formed you know whatever you say like you know the love that they get etc and then um you know seven onwards i think it's to 14 is modeling so they'll they'll do what they they are have seen around them you know so if i'm just sitting there and i'm feeding them and i'm not mm. feeding myself what are they going to learn you know they're going to learn that okay like you know i to be a good mum you know i have to starve myself you know so i'm I, i'm really conscious of modeling good behavior healthy behavior for them to learn you know and and I think that that's something mm. that a lot of mums you know you know they have you know we we all have the best intentions and but I do see a lot of self-neglect and one of the, the approaches that I use is you know like if you if you're if you saw you know you have if they have daughters or you know even if they've got sons and you know if you saw them doing this you know how would you feel you know what would you say to them and and very much that's the kind of light bulb moment where it's like oh yeah you know actually I don't want them to do this you know I, and then what and then why am I doing it? I kind of want to um, move over to um, a slightly different subject. Well, it's not because it's kind of we've spoken about it. I kind of want to set it into like the Muslim culture or the Muslim uh, people a little bit or women. 
So you spoke a bit um, before about the doing the work of finding yourself and being able to sort of like know who you are and then you can go into that motherhood and then you'll come in a little bit more confidently into like that motherhood stage or maybe you haven't been able to do that before you're a mum but at least then working on it afterwards. And I'm kind of thinking sort of like in the Muslim communities um, and I'm thinking is we need to make a huge change then in the Muslim communities because that's not really what we're being taught right now as Muslim young women, you know, where there's there's a lot of things that are good in our cultures. There's a lot of things that are kind of really backwards and are not working. And I feel like one of the things that are very backwards is the woman's role is to be oh. a wife and a mother, you know, and like that's that's all almost like that's how we raise the, the, the girls to be. This is this is what your greatest achievement will be is to be a mum kind of thing. And that's also great. That's nothing wrong necessarily with that. But the problem is that we're also at the same time not giving these women enough space mm. to fully discover themselves before they get married yeah. and then have children. I mean, I know I'm putting you a bit on the no, spot I now. Think I, I, that's a great, <laughs> I'm really sorry about point. this. Well, <laughs> I, uh, I, every now and then I have this thought that I want to sort of run through all the kitchens of the world and free the women <laughs> But I'm just like, it's not, it's not that, that you know, but then I'm just like, Pfizer, just because you don't like him in the kitchen doesn't mean that other women don't love it, right? Um, yeah. But no, absolutely what you, what you said. Um, I'm sorry, I know I'm putting you really on the no, spot. No, we, no, I know we didn't talk fine, about that last time. Uh, I, I just, I'm just finding it to be such a huge, because I'm yeah. so, I'm so agreeing with you with the whole, we need to be able to self yeah. like self know ourselves. You know, we need that journey of self-discovery. We need that space to do these things, whether we do it before we're mums or after we're mums. That to me is like, well, preferably before, but if you can't, then definitely do it while you're a mum. But in our cultures, we're not necessarily allowing that space for women to yeah, fully self-discover yeah. themselves. And okay. I'm just wondering. No, no, it's, sort it's, of, it's a good point. Yeah, Sorry, I, just, I, I, I had a thought and then I, I, I lost it and it's just come back again. So basically, again, it's it's something that's controversial. I'm, I'm talking about, I suppose, the Asian communities here, because um, I, I mean, that's where I grew up. I don't, you know, I don't know if it's a general thing in Muslim communities. I think it might be. We can also just speak I, on the yeah, Arabic community. We're kind of similar. What I know about you know <laughs> other Muslim communities as well. It, it almost feels like there's, um, and I, I don't know whether that's going on now, but say like when I was growing up, um, it was very much you know girls are told, okay, when you're married, you know you can do X, Y, and Z. You know whether it's traveling or whatever it is. Um, whereas the boys were kind of given a little bit of slack. I'm not saying everyone does this, but you know just as a bit of slack to do whatever they wanted and then so when people settle down for marriage so we've, we've kind of drifted a little bit away but so when people settle down for marriage it's very much like the girls are like ready to kind of go and do things you know they're like this is where my life begins and the guys are like oh I'm ready to settle down now you know and and this is where a lot of uh, clashes and stuff can come in so then of course if you if if that's kind of happened to you and you've been told okay you know do this when you're married and then your husband's like no 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 but I don't want to travel or anything I've done everything you know and then you have a baby um I think there's there's a lot of stuff that you know you could feel resentful I mean for me I always say like alhamdulillah I, I you know my parents were really open-minded um and I I wanted to go traveling and I was like I you know I I want to go traveling by myself and they were just like their only thing was like okay but just 
finish your A-levels, finish university. And then if you want to go, you go, you know, and that was probably wise because if I'd gone before, I probably would have never, you know. So I did that and 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 I went and it wasn't done, you know, and I, I went traveling by myself and um, I did a lot of stuff that, you know, I I wanted to do, you know, I, I was able to travel and, and, and I actually had my career before I had um, Kenza. Um, so I felt like there was a, you know, in terms of me wanting to do whatever it is I wanted to do, I, I did that so that when I actually got married, and even then I straight away didn't, you know, I, I didn't um, decide to to get, you know, have, have children um, straight away. I was like, okay, I'll, you know, have a year of being married and stuff. So when I decided to, to have um, Kenza, I was very much like, you know, I didn't feel like I'd missed anything, you know, I, I, I was ready for that kind of in a way because I you know I felt like I, I had done things you know to to grow and and discover myself you know obviously there was a, still a lot to come but you know I, I felt like I hadn't I was ready you know to kind of commit to that and I think that you know uh that doesn't happen with you know with everyone um and it, it can be really difficult so you you know you miss out on this kind of self-discovery you miss out on having these experiences and then it's not to say you can't do that with kids you know you can like while well, we travel with the kids and stuff but um yeah I think that it is these kind of cultural expectations that yeah you put you know you put the kids you know your kids your mum first you know you put them first and then and then you put all these other people first and you know where are you on the list <laughs> you know you're not even on there um so and, it's, yeah. and and you know how do people people can't function like that you know like why do we get like not just mental health issues why do we get physical problems you know like we're we're constantly pushing ourselves and we're not even allowed to say I'm tired and you know forget the kids I want to eat first <laughs> yeah, but like the hungry one that's the one well, that I've no, linked I remember to my, yeah, in, um, Ramadan there was uh, a lady who said to me that um uh, she often will feed herself. So when you know they're fasting and everything, she'll she'll make her food and she'll feed herself first, and then she'll feed the kids because she was like, when I if I feed them first, then I have to you know like with kids you have to spoon feed them and this and that you know, I'll be like you know really miserable by the time that I you know like I'll be so like whatever. Whereas if I just put a few bites in my mouth first, then I can serve them with a lot more love and you know patience and that for them right you know and, a wise and, woman that one right exactly <laughs> we don't think to woman. do it and I, I mean I yeah and I used to like you know when they're kind of like oh you sit down to eat and even if they've eaten and they're like oh you know I want some of that and you know it's just like <laughs> boundaries <laughs> yeah the thing about this is and I think this is very important also I mean we're coming up on time now as well um but I think what's really important in this and and what makes Pfizer so important to have as well and having these conversations is that it's not too late to start prioritizing yourself and and being you know not just a mom but yeah. also your own person you know it's okay and even if somebody might judge a little bit it's, who cares you know let them judge it doesn't matter because it doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong just do you be you yeah. the way you want to be a mom you know and and I think that's why Pfizer it's so important the work that you do because you really help women out there rediscover 
the prioritizing of themselves if if yeah. if they've ever had it before as we said some women yeah. just haven't had it yet they haven't learned it right so it's so important um to have that Faiza um can you uh before we sort of like as we're wrapping up a little bit here um can you share with the listeners where they can um connect with you where they can find um, you yeah if they want I to work have with a you? website it's for uh, and coaching so that should be like if you do a search on Facebook and Instagram mm-hmm. those, those should come up um and yeah on the website there's a kind of contact me bit so um yeah I can be contacted there um and yeah I I I don't just work with mothers I know we've been focusing on that today but really you know looking at kind of you know working with with anyone and it's often very much looking at kind of you know limiting beliefs and self-care and boundaries and I mean so many things because I do the the counseling as well I, I bring a therapeutic element to it as well so um, you know a lot of people find that quite helpful and I think having that like you just said it's not you know prioritizing ourselves and I think that often we we look at these things and we think they're a luxury but I actually think that you know having a, a weekly coaching or counseling session it's just it can be really helpful to kind of oh honey it's yeah, a necessity and, um, it's you know, a necessity <laughs> But it is. I don't know where I yeah. feel about my therapist I mean, once a week. Where you else know? do you get the, the space to just sit and talk and, and not be judged and, and allowed to come into your own, you know, without someone coming in to fix things, you know? So it's coaching, as I always say, it's more of a conversation, just like we've had today, um, you know, maybe with a bit of me less talking and, mm. and listening and just kind of asking the right questions for, you know, that person to come into their own and, you know, feel empowered. You know, I'm not. I'm not doing anything to them except for, you know, helping them become the best version of themselves. Yeah. So they do all the work, you know. Faiza, thank you so much. Um, Everything that you've mentioned, your website, your Facebook, your Instagram, um, for anybody who's interested in connecting uh, with Faiza, they're going to be in the show notes. So go check them out there and connect with her. Amazing, amazing woman. You're doing amazing work, Faiza. Thank you so much for yet again. allow me to take some of your time no, i'm so no. sorry about all this complications no. technology is not my strong suit but you know thank you so much for taking the time and um yeah thank you for everything that you've shared with the listeners i know that it's going to make a huge difference for so many women out there i hope so no thank you for having me it's been great it was my pleasure assalamu alaikum Welcome, Thank you so much for listening in to today's episode. If you want to connect with me elsewhere, you can find the links to my socials on zarapedersen.com. Before you go, I'd love it if you could leave me a review or tell a friend about the podcast. And if you're new here, you might as well subscribe. You'll be back. I know it. You know it. There's no point in delaying the commitment. Welcome to the sisterhood, babe. Until next time, please don't forget to live in love.